0: same thing like my physical appearance I really kind of you know I think for a really long time I really like picked apart at myself and had a really hard hard time with like my body image and Mm -hmm. you know like my my Welcome back to another episode of GMTA. This is episode 10. So and crazy. Oh my gosh. It's like crazy to think that it's been like two months since we've been doing this. Oh my God. It has been two months. Yeah. It's going to be two months as of like Saturday, which is so crazy because I feel like we started thinking about this like tail end of 2021. So it's just so cool to kind of like, it's cool to reach that double digit.
1: I agree. I think, and I think today's episode is like per, like a perfect episode 10 because it's yes. guided by our listeners, I agree. as most of you know. And if you don't know, um, we did post on our Instagram for like the past week with like a Google form just asking you guys to ask us questions because we wanted you guys to lead this episode.
0: Yeah. And like full transparency, um, it's 930 and we're at a, on a Wednesday night. We record on Wednesdays. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and we're just starting recording and literally the entire episode is we have so many questions for you I guys know. um so basically the goal for this is just for you guys to kind of feel like you're facetiming us or like sitting yeah. down at coffee with us or like having a, like a wine night in or something mm-hmm. um so you know grab a cup of coffee grab a glass of wine or a hard seltzy or if you don't drink grab yourself
1: some water some
0: water whatever it is and Buckle in and get ready for the show. Because
1: this one's gonna be really fun. We're really excited about this one. I'm really excited about this one. Um, but yeah, so starting off, again, we had like over thirty questions from you guys. Um, so we kinda broke these out and put them into different categories so we could address like a bunch of different ones at once. We did have quite a few questions regarding our breakup episode, which was episode two.
0: As expected, because that one's our most listened to episode, you nosy bitches.
1: <laughs> Just kidding. Sam's cattiness. Whatever. Y'all
0: are my friends, and that's why it's like I can call you bitches like I call my call my friends. Cause, Cause you fucking are. bitches.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're like absolutely unhinged right now.
1: Um Sam was like literally singing cheerleader and I threw it on. I don't know if you guys remember that song from like what? Like junior year oh, high school? I think that I found
0: myself a cheerleader.
1: Okay. <laughs> We're too unhinged. Yeah. Okay, so. I guess first question. It's directed at me and it's what I thought of Sam's breakup from Danny.
0: Oh. I
1: kind of touched on it a little bit in the breakup episode, but just to go into more depth um just kind of reiterating like what Sam had said and if you guys haven't heard it, they just weren't meant for each other. I don't think ill of Danny and I only hope like the best for him as I would hope the best for Sam. But you know, it didn't work out and I'm happy that it didn't work out because I see Sam flourishing now with a new guy and she's happier and I'm sure Danny's happier too. And in the end, like all I care is that people end up happy and just, you know, with someone who matches their energy. So that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. Good answer. Good
0: answer. I think the next one's for you too.
1: (laughs) It's, Spill some hot tea on Pizza Boy. I have talked about Pizza Boy in the past, and just out of respect, I think that it's – I shouldn't speak anymore on Pizza Boy. We are very, very done, Um, and I only wish nothing but the best for him. Um, And kind of going back to episode two, thank you for doing what I couldn't do and helping me realize that I am – much better without you
0: yeah if you if you want to hear more about pizza boy definitely if you haven't go ahead and listen um to our breakup episode I think that you know in terms of closing a chapter um and really ending the pizza boy era and yeah. you know we're, we're entering our backpack boy era which we'll get <laughs> into later um but if if you want to hear more about Pizza Boy, I definitely would recommend going back and listening to episode two, our breakups fucking suck episode. Yes, um, and that leads perfectly into a question that is geared towards me, Sam. Why didn't you want Ashley with Pizza Boy? Um, again, go ahead and and if you haven't, you know, l- listen to the episode two to the breakup episode. But you know, I'll just give a respectful like overarching reason. Um, and, and it kind of goes off of what Ashley said. They simply just were not compatible. Um, you know, th- their lifestyles, their goals didn't really match up. Um, definitely, it seemed different in values and morals. And, you know, I feel like I saw Ashley hurting and unhappy in that relationship more than I saw her being herself. And, you know, her happy-go-lucky and just thriving self and I think that you know sometimes you need to go through hard things and you need to to get rid of like toxic energy and I'm not saying that pizza boy necessarily himself like was toxic but just like the energy that Mm -hmm. you know was coming into your life from that relationship was toxic right um And I think that, you know, kind of getting rid of all the negative energy and both of you just kind of going your separate ways and doing your own things was really what was best for you. And so that's, that's why I didn't, I didn't want you. I I think we mentioned in episode two that I didn't want, I was hoping you guys wouldn't get back together. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that you're where you are now because I think that you are much happier.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And I appreciate that. Um, but Leading into the next question, Sam and I actually were laughing about this. <laughs> so, someone asked if Danny and Pizza Boy had ever met and what they thought of each other. They've never met before.
0: No, they they never met.
1: But we did talk, and we were like, "What would happen if they did?" Yeah, move? I I don't know if they would get along, but I do see some similar similarities. Yeah, like,
0: so so maybe they would. I but
1: think, yeah, I don't know. I feel like
0: one positive thing that I can say about Danny is that he could. For the most part, you know, get along with most people, but it seemed like Pizza Boy was a little bit more reserved in social yeah. situations. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I would definitely, I would like to be a fly on that wall if they ever did meet.
1: Yeah, I would too. But that's in the past now. And Sam and I are focusing on the present and our futures. And again, we're putting that to rest. Yes. Um, and- but diving into the next topic, which relates to breakups is dating
0: yes and and focusing on the present focusing yes. on the you know the people that we're with right now the current if you're a Taylor Swift fan I am currently in my lover reputation <laughs> era um and I think where's where are you let me think of where you're at I would say you're in your lover era you're kind I, of branching I'd, I'd say we're both in our lover reputation yeah, era <laughs> like
1: I was thinking reputation like once you said reputation I was like oh yeah
0: yeah well yeah. okay i'm about to go on a little bit of a soapbox but people don't realize that yes like reputation is about like being unhinged but it's mm-hmm. also just about like being your truest self and if you listen to a lot of the songs a lot of them are about like her falling in love so i'll leave that where where it is and we'll continue into the, <laughs> well, we're into not, the say, we're not saying i'm falling in love no i mean <laughs> i am say, in love i know you're yes personally but you know i'm in the reputation era in terms of being unhinged
1: our next question actually is a nice transition so it is, how was it for you guys to get back into the dating scene after you went through your breakups? This listener is going through one right now and she or he doesn't know how to put themselves out there and they don't want to do dating apps. And I think this is a good question. Yeah. Because Sam and I really don't do dating apps. Yeah.
0: Well, it didn't um, when we were both like very single. And I think we've talked about it a little bit um, in some of the past episodes that we just kind of, you know, felt that. They weren't for us. So it's very like interesting. And I think um, we're, you know, kind of, I guess, qualified to to speak on this because this person's saying, like, oh, I don't know if I want to do dating apps. And I know that when Ashley and I were both going through our breakups, that's something that a conversation that we both literally had with each yeah. other was like, I don't know if we're ready. We don't know if this is for us. And I guess the best way to put yourself back out there is you know, truly getting to a place where you feel very confident within yourself and Mm -hmm. feel good about who you are, you know, on the inside and outside. And you're just, you know, kind of ready to introduce someone new into your life, whether it be, um, you know, casually dating multiple people or whether it be um, starting to date, you know, one person. I really think it's just about getting to that place of security and confidence within yourself because, Personally, I mean, I know neither of us were like casually dating. We, we kind of went through a similar situation where yeah. it's like we both kind of started seeing one person mm-hmm. um, post breakup that we're like, you know, more serious about now. So I don't know. What, what do you think?
1: I mean, I think, again, like, it's different for everyone. And Sam and I were very similar in the sense that we weren't really looking for someone. Right, yeah. Like, Sam, I know we've talked about how you were, like, manifesting, like, you know, a really great guy. And I think any of us can say that, like, we're manifesting our, you know, like, perfect match, whatever it may be. But I'm the type of person that's just like, I don't need to go out there and like, look, I just kind of want things to happen. Yeah. Um, trust and the like, universe. let things like or, fall into place. Yeah.
0: Whatever, you know, whatever it is that you believe in, go ahead and like trust that higher power and that everything's gonna, you know, fall into place for you. And just that like the universe, God, whatever it is that you believe in is working for you and not against you. Right. Um. And, you know, don't feel the need to, quote unquote, like get back on the horse until you're 100% ready for
1: that. Right. You have to put yourself first. Focus on yourself. Focus on healing um, if you're, you know, in the stage where you need to heal. And if you, again, if you don't want to do the apps, don't do the apps. No one's telling you to do them.
0: Absolutely. Kind of going off of that, the next question is that this person needs advice on how to get out there more in the dating world and they want to know how people want to be approached and I'm just going to lump this you know kind of Mm -hmm. with the first question because I feel like they go hand in hand oh they do and I know someone else on the google form asked us how we got back out there and personally we both met like the person that we're with currently through mutual friends I think that's a really good or like you know like connections or whatever mm-hmm. i think that's a really good way to get back out there even if you're not looking to like be with someone seriously go out with your friends, you know, meet new people through those friends and maybe, you know, start like flirting with the mutual friend that you might find attractive and just kind of see where it goes from there. If, if you don't want to be on apps, meeting someone organically through mutual friends is the best way personally, because you know, that person's going to be for the most part. Like if you know that you surround yourself with good people, with quality people, you know, that that person's going to be a good person. And it's not like you know, playing bar roulette and just yeah running up to some guy at a bar while you're both drunk, which there's nothing against that either. No,
1: there's not because like that can work out too. And if that's 100%. what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. But I personally think the best
0: way to get back out there while, you know, being sensitive to yourself is meeting someone through mutual friends.
1: Yeah, and I would have to agree just because like, again, your friends know who you are and your friends aren't going to screw you over. Absolutely you know? not. So I... I agree with Sam um, and I understand too that like not everyone has friends who have single friends or yeah. who have the ability to like set people up, but it's just, a, it's more about like expanding like your crowd in a sense.
0: Yeah. And you know, maybe going off of what Ashley said, maybe it's not like a mutual friend that's like super close. It could just be someone that you've seen on Instagram or that you remembered, mm-hmm. you know, from college that you maybe slide into the DMs, whether it be like on Instagram, whether it be on Twitter and use the like, oh, I see that you were in X program or, you know, this person, like whether it be like, hey, I think you're cute or like, would you like to meet up for coffee or even just striking up a conversation? I really, truly think that the DM slide is a great way to approach it in this, you know, digital age because it feels lower pressure.
1: Oh it does feel like lower pressure and I think I mean I don't wish rejection on anyone but I feel like it's a lot easier to get rejected or to reject someone on social platforms yeah, I agree. Um, because you really don't have that feeling of like confrontation. Uh, which, yeah. And you don't like if if you like message someone or like they message you like you can take as long as you want to respond.
0: Absolutely. Or, you know, if you're, like, feeling courageous enough, talk to somebody at a bar. Yeah. Um, That –
1: I don't mean to contradict myself
0: because I know earlier I said something about, like, oh – I feel like the best way is to meet a mutual friend, but like you could be at a bar and have a little bit of liquid courage, or even if you don't drink, just be being more in a relaxed sense and like surrounded by people where like the music's loud. It feels like the pressure is lower. Yeah, but if you do want to, but don't make an idiot of yourself, you know. Yeah, because like sometimes
1: like you don't want like a sleazy like bar like meetup. Like if you're actually like looking to date, I just think that like when you approach someone whether it's in real life or through DMs, like you have to be yourself and you I have agree to sure. be respectful. Um, don't like don't do like if you're signing into someone's DMs on like Instagram or Facebook or whatever the hell you wanna use, don't like make it like those weird like Tinder things where it's like, oh, like just something about like sleeping with each other, you know? Yeah.
0: That's definitely keep that on the dating apps. Um yeah. I think the best way to connect via a DM on social media is just through like commonalities or like even, you know, replying to a story or something and just kind of like striking up a conversation based on like what's in that story, I think is, you know, kind of the best way. I
1: think that's a really good way. That's how, um, that's how, oh I, yeah, that's how Beck I wasn't I even thinking about my that, DMs, but, but we'll talk about that a different time.
0: Oh, the next one's for me, Sam. When did you realize that you loved Josh? Aww. Um, <laughs> it's funny cause Ashley and I were you know, kind of talking about this the other day and, and I guess I'll start out by saying that Josh and I have talked about this and neither of us can pinpoint a specific like moment where we, it just like hit us like a ton of bricks. Truthfully, it just really progressed naturally. Um, but I will say that I knew I was going to love him, very very early on, I think maybe before we were even dating. I don't know if I've even ever told them that. But Josh, the prize, like if if I've, <laughs> if I've never told you that, like I I think I kind of knew that it was gonna go there, really early on. But I feel like, and we've we've both talked about the fact that like after we've told after we told each other we loved each other, we were like oh we've both been like kind of holding this in for a while. I think it was like about we had been holding it in for like a month or so. So I'm gonna say it was like. I wanna say that we knew for sure like two months into officially dating each other. Okay. But everybody's timeline's different. And we yeah. had a really, really strong um, friendship that we, you know, kind of built up the foundation of our relationship upon. So,
1: yeah. I feel like it's like, again, to your point, it's different for everyone. Everyone's on a different timeline. Like, you could know you love someone way before you start dating you could know someone three months into dating you could know that you love someone a year into dating like yeah. it it kind of just like builds up um, yeah which is what I feel like what happened with you unless like you know you have like a specific moment maybe some of you guys like have one of those moments where you're just like holy shit I love this person after like seeing something that they did or hearing something yeah that they
0: said. I know like one when- It's I can't pinpoint like a specific like oh shit, I love you moment. But I know that one of the moments where I was like where I realized like, oh my gosh, I think I really do love him was I I don't know where we were going or where we you know we were headed, but we were I know we were in the car and we were just like goofing off and like listening to music and like kinda like singing together. And I was like, I can just totally like be myself around this Mm -hmm. person and I just like love spending time with him and like I like I like oh shit I love him but I don't know I don't I know it happened like a few times and I don't know if there was like a specific one time or whatever I wish there was more of a pinpoint but in my case there wasn't and it's okay if you don't have a pinpoint case
1: like again like it just builds over time yeah definitely uh next question is for me (laughs) um okay so one of you said Ashley are you seeing anyone if you aren't would you be down to be taken on a date I'll reveal myself if you say yes (laughs) I am seeing someone, if you did listen to episode nine, you kind of understood that. And if you didn't, you kind of know now. Um,
0: it was the squishy launch, not even like the soft launch. Yeah, a
1: squishy launch. You squishy launched backpack boy. <laughs> um, if this was like a legit question, I am sorry. Um, I don't be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I'm not sorry. Um, no, but I. Unfortunately for
0: you, she is seeing season-
1: <laughs> that sounded so bitchy, but I'm totally
0: yeah, unfortunately kidding. unfortunately
1: for you. No, I'm kidding too. But like, no, I am seeing someone. Um, And yeah, <laughs> that kind of leads into our next topic because after episode nine, we had, I think like seven of you ask today.
0: Everyone wants and, to know. Again, so today,
1: today is Wednesday the 30th and we're recording for like next week, Um, which is when you guys will be hearing it. So our episode nine just came out today. Yes. And we had... Seven questions about Backpack Boy.
0: And the first time Backpack Boy was ever mentioned on the podcast was today, I'm pretty sure.
1: So Yeah, and like, you know? I've been talking to Backpack Boy for a bit. Um, A lot of you want to know who he is. I am going to leave that for a later. I
0: feel like it's kind of fun <laughs> teasing this. Like, I kind of love it. It's not even me, and I'm having so much fun just, like, teasing everybody. I'm like,
1: I'm honestly flattered and surprised that so many of you care about my life. Um, But... Thank you. Um, But no, in all seriousness, um, I know a lot of you guys want to know who he is. And I, again, appreciate the interest, but I think we're going to save some information um, for another episode, which you guys will just have to listen to it later on and see. Um, But I guess we can talk about some of these questions. Yeah, Someone asked why he's named Backpack Boy. You guys can find that out later. I, in all honesty... I do want to talk to backpack boy about some of the stuff that will be addressed in the future just out of respect for him. Just because like again, I don't want to be the type of person to reveal information about someone or situation relationship that I'm in um without the other person like being okay. Yeah, with
0: totally. And just um, like have to gauge their comfort. So I totally yes. understand.
1: But Sam, this one I think maybe you can answer um which I oh, think is okay. Yeah,
0: Sam. <laughs> Is Backpack Boy Ashley's version of Josh? Yes, I just wrapped up episode nine and I loved it. Okay, so for those of you that haven't listened to episode nine, um, pause this episode right now and go back and listen. (laughs) No, just kidding. No, but seriously, you should listen. You'll understand the question. Yeah, you'll understand the question. But in episode nine, um, I referenced that. I it was it was with Josh and I referenced that I wish all of my friends had their own Josh and so someone asked if Backpack Boy is Ashley's version of Josh and I would have to say yes I think that you know hearing um a lot of like some of the things he says to you and like things that he does for you remind me of my own little buddy so (laughs) I'm gonna say yes
1: I think that like we can maybe like reveal this to you guys. Um, I don't think it's giving too much away, but just relating back to friends setting you up. Um, I don't think we've revealed this on the podcast at all. Um, and I know like my friends know this, but Sam introduced me to Backpack Boy. Kind of. I mean, you told me about him. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) you backtrack a little bit. So
0: I met Backpack Boy through um, you know, someone else and, you know, just knew him. I knew him like a little bit, not too well, but I thought like, oh, he's a good looking guy. He's really nice. Um, He really has his priorities straight and like has his stuff together. Like, you know, I'm not that close with him, but I'm going to, I'm going to remember him and keep him in my back pocket because I've always wanted to set my friends up with someone and just haven't found like the right person to do so. Or like, you know, some of my friends that I would like think about setting up with another friend, just weren't single at the time or whatever. But I was like, I'm, I'm going to keep this guy in my back pocket. Like, I don't know why, but so- something like told told me to just, you know, kind of keep him in the back of my mind for one of my friends. Um, and at the time, I didn't know which friend that would be. But Ashley had, you know, gotten out of a relationship. She was single for a couple of months. And um, it just finally hit me like, oh, my gosh, I should totally try and set these two up like they would work so well together and so I reached out to both of them separately and played a little matchmaker and I was like hey backpack boy are you seeing anyone currently and he was like no why and I was like I have a friend who pretty recently has gotten out of a relationship I don't know if she'd be ready to start exploring the dating world again but when she is would you be interested in going on a date with her and I basically asked Ashley the same thing. And at the time, she wasn't quite ready to get back out there yet. No, So
1: you left him hanging for a bit. I he did leave him hanging. He was like,
0: yes, I've never got back Yeah. Me. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um. I think I told him, like, I don't
1: – oh, maybe no, I no. never – I think – so what had happened is, like, I think you messaged him first, then you messaged me, and then I think he was, like, leaving work, and he was, like, she didn't message me back about this chick. So I think he, like, followed up with you or something, or at oh, least in yeah. the way that he explained I, it to me. And I think – um. But, like, at the time when you told me about him, like, I was like, oh, he's cute. But, like, I... am just not ready yet. I was yeah. not ready. And so and I left it be. Yeah. Because, of
0: course, I didn't want to, like, pressure her to do anything that she didn't want to do. I didn't want her to make her feel like she had to get back out there quite yet. So just
1: literally left it alone.
0: And... and then he <laughs> reached
1: out on his own. <laughs> and you didn't know about our first date until I was on my first date with him. Oh, we'll get, man. We'll get more into details with Backpack Boy later, um... Again, we had a bunch of questions from you guys, but out of respect um, and just pure entertainment, we're going to leave it for another planned episode that we have that I think you guys will probably enjoy. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. So getting away from dating questions and just into more like miscellaneous, personal, Mm -hmm. you know, fun questions that we were asked. The first one is, what are your Enneagrams? And I think it's really interesting that we've never talked about this on here, because we always talk about how alike we are. Yes. And like great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. Um, but our enneagrams are actually very similar yes. and kind of showcase in the best way how we balance each other out. Yeah. Um, I am an enneagram two, wing three, which two is the helper, um, you know. The like the Enneagram type that really likes to show their love by like helping people and doing acts of service and you know different things that make people feel special um and the wing three is the achiever like the um you know the the Enneagram type that really is like driven by status achievement um and you know just kind of like their they find their worth in um achieving and so I am basically like helper with the side of like find my worth in achievements
1: and it's so funny that Sam's that because I am actually an Enneagram three wing two so literally just flopped (laughs) (laughs) and it works out perfectly because we balance each other out and I think like you know I've kind of mentioned before and maybe you guys have picked up on me being someone that is very like driven and I love challenges and I love competitiveness and I think that the three just totally hits me
0: yeah and I think that the two with the wing three like totally hits me too yeah.
1: no I I 100% agree um
0: I just think, think it's so funny that out of how many Enneagram types are there? nine right yes out of all nine types and how many wings like Eighteen different wings. Yeah, who fucking knows? Out of all types and all the wings, the fact that we are literally flip flopped. Yes, is so funny to me.
1: I mean, great minds think alike. Yes, GMTA. GMTA. <laughs>
0: um, but if you don't know your Enneagram type, I definitely recommend taking a quiz to learn it because it's, it's interesting. interesting.
1: And I want to know what Enneagrams you guys are um maybe so, we'll do a poll yeah maybe we're like we will something. do a poll and if you have again if you haven't done like an enneagram go and take the test and it really out you
0: are. helps you learn a lot about like what makes you tick and like wha- mm-hmm. why you are the way you are so yeah. i would definitely recommend there are a lot of books on it and stuff i've never my mom read a book actually about the enneagram types that i have not but there's a lot of instagram accounts and mm-hmm. like different things that you can um follow to learn more about it
1: yeah if you like zodiacs And everything like that, like, you will love Enneagrams, essentially. Next question. You guys should describe each other's dream guys. Ashley, you should describe the perfect guy for Sam. And Sam, you should do the same for Ashley. The perfect guy for Sam is Josh. And I will stand (laughs) by that because he is caring. He just matches Sam's energy so well. I know some of you guys don't really see like Sam and Josh together, but you like if you were to like spend a day in like my shoes and see the two of them together, you would just see how much like in love they are and like how well they click together and how they just match each other's energy. Like at my birthday, like what, two weeks ago or whatever, you guys were just having so much fun together, like dancing at the bar and you guys did not have one sip of alcohol. You guys were just being so goofy together. And I just like the interaction between Sam and Josh is very organic and so lovey-dovey. And they know how to like mess around with each other too. And it's just – it's perfect. I would just like clone a bunch of Josh's for you if you guys were to ever break up. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, but, like, it does. But, like, it does. He's just – he's such a good guy for he's you. He's the best. He is my dream guy.
0: He is perfect. So – It's funny that you say that and it's might be cliche, but you know, we were kind of talking about this earlier. Ashley was asking me like, what's your favorite question? And I was like, you know, the one I was really trying to like think about a lot, um, was the, the describe each other's dream guy question because I was like, okay, if I could think about all the qual I was trying not to be cliche and I was like, if I could think about all the qualities that I would want in someone to, you know, be with Ashley, who's one of my best friends who I, you know, interact with all the time I'm with once a week at least, (laughs) um, talk to every single day. I know she needs someone who's driven, who likes to take care of themselves, who, um, is never going to be satisfied in terms of like, you know, career goals and, and just bettering themselves. And, you know, someone who can kind of, um, dish it out but also take it and, and, and joke around and just you know be funny and intelligent but also sweet and caring and have that you know simp side <laughs> and simp side. um I was thinking about that and I was like it's literally backpack boy <laughs> who I saw her up with so yeah we we're giving like the textbook answer but we really do mean it it's so crazy
1: it is <laughs> uh, I also really like this next question What are you the most confident about and the least confident about? Could be physical, like, personality, anything. Ooh. I guess I can start. I think I'm the most confident just in terms of my personality, like, just my driven character. Like, I, again, like, I will stop at nothing to succeed. And I hate failure. But, like, if I understand that, like, failure happens. And, you know, you learn from it. But I think, like, that is... Maybe like one of the best things. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but like, no, I mean, they like, ask but are you know? That's one of the things that I'm super confident about is you know just my personality and like how driven I am and like who I am deep down and I think just like overall like you know values all that. What are you least confident about? It's so funny because I'm also very confident about this, but also not confident about this is just i guess like my sometimes like my physical appearance and i think that that can go for anyone um i have a lot of ups and downs and i might have mentioned this before but i lost a shit ton of weight and i think that like my progress like with my weight while well, i'm super happy where i'm at and i'm so fucking proud of like where i've come i feel like i just need to continue to better myself so i will constantly like look at myself in the mirror and like pinpoint things that mm-hmm. like i want to change yeah. and like work on and um, I think that maybe like just like physical appearance is something that I'm not as confident about, but still slightly confident about if that makes any sense. Yeah. I
0: think it's funny that you say both of those things because um, it seems like for you, the part of yourself that you're the most confident about is, you know, the part of you that's like represented in your Enneagram type as we had just referenced. And for me, <laughs> It's the same thing with myself. If there's one thing that I am, you know, really confident about when it comes to my personality, it's my ability to have compassion for and love other people just, you know, without condition and without fail. You know, someone could literally punch me in the face, stab me in the back, and I would still find a reason to love them and, you know, see see the best in them. And I think that Something I'm really confident about is my my ability to um just, you know, kind of connect with other people b- based on my values of, you know, compassion and and love and care, um which is literally the epitome of an Enneagram type 2 and you know, kind of same as you for in terms of like what I'm not as confident about, um same thing, like my physical appearance. I really kind of, you know, I think for a really long time. I really like picked apart at myself and had a really hard, hard time with like my body image and, you know, like my, my body image and and body itself have fluctuated a lot, you know, over the years as, as anyone's does. Um, and, and I think, yeah, same thing for me. I am a perfectionist, um, by nature, perfectionist at heart. And I think that, um, you know, it's like, I always want to improve something about my appearance, which I know seems shallow. Um, but you know, especially with like social media, it's so hard not to compare yourself and you know,
1: it is. And it's funny because we both work in social media, Yeah, but it it can be such a toxic place. Um, but you have to just like remind yourself that not everything is real.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. And I don't know, Ashley, if you've like ever dealt with this because we're very much like in the same boat in terms of, um, being like half white, but Mm -hmm. I, and this is like, I don't know, this is very vulnerable. I don't know if I've like ever opened up about this before. Both of us are like mixed races, you know, in terms of being like half white, but like still considered like women of color. Yeah. Um, and, for me, I don't know if you ever dealt with this, but I grew up in a predominantly white area and I think, you know, just around a, around a lot of like blonde, like blue-eyed girls and that's, you know, now I think we're a lot more accepting of like different ways that people look and embrace um, embrace differences and, and embrace, um, you know, people looking different ways. But I think mm-hmm. for a really long time, the blonde hair, like blue-eyed, you know, is was very much the ideal beauty standard at least you know in our western
1: area I mean look at Barbie Um, yeah exactly exactly and
0: like growing up when I was young definitely not something that I've struggled with in recent years but when I was young I remember just thinking like oh I wish I looked more like her did you have you ever experienced anything like
1: that I did um and it's so funny that you say that because I know I grew up in a predominantly like Hispanic area and just because of like how I look like I always got mistaken for being Hispanic but like my friends knew that I was you know Polish and Filipino obviously but they would always relate me back to the Polish side more than like the Filipino side Mm -hmm. because they'd like refer to me as like the white girl of like the school or whatever just Mm -hmm. based on like how I acted and shit like that but um no I I agree and I think it's just because of like the media back then and just yeah uh, and, uh, it, like toys like Barbie like yeah like a reference and
0: I think like now obviously I can embrace the fact that I am you know Mexican that I'm Polish that I'm whatever all these different things and now a lot more I'm you know way more confident in my appearance than I used to be but yeah there definitely was like a period of time where I wish that I looked differently but I think now I've I remember, like, being little and my mom being like, oh, my gosh, like, people would literally kill to be, like, as tan as you and mm-hmm. have, like, your beautiful, like, complexion and stuff. And now I'm, like, I look at people that have to self-tan and I'm, like, oh, my gosh, it looks like such a pain in the ass. Like, right. I'm very
1: grateful. Right. To- I mean, I love how, how, oh, my gosh, what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> I love how tan you are. Thank I, you. I <laughs> really do. Um, And we're not, I feel like we're not too far off with, like, skin color. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, a little lighter than you. But um, kind of just going off of that, like, speaking into culture, I kind of want to add to my answer, and I don't know if it makes any sense like saying that I'm confident about it, but more so just like proud of it. Yeah. Is my sense of culture. Yeah. I really like that my parents raised me to be someone that was still in tune with my background. Like, I have Filipino roots and I have Polish roots and that's something that I'm never gonna let go of and Mm -hmm. I think that's what makes me stand out from someone else um and I'm very proud of it and I can confidently say that like I love being both
0: yeah I think that's I think that's great and since we just kind of like (laughs) we kind of shit on ourselves a little bit about our appearance so I want to make us do something fun okay I want us to name Our favorite physical attributes that we have like in ourselves. Okay. For me, I love my hair. I love my teeth. And this sounds really funny. (laughs) But my hands... I really like my hands. Is that weird?
1: I don't think that's weird. I've had someone tell me that they really like my hands. Yeah.
0: I, I like. like oh, I feel okay. like I could be a hand model. You
1: could be a hand model. You know
0: what? One you have thing, nice nails. What, thank you. One thing I'm going to say about myself is that I have good engagement ring hands. So one day when <laughs> I take a picture, you know, like with my engagement ring, that's a good looking hand.
1: <laughs> Josh, where are you at? Are you listening? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, not, not for a while, but. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um. I think I love my dimples. You have the cutest dimples. Thank you. I hated them as a kid because I always thought it was like I looked weird, but I do love my dimples. I do like my smile a lot and I really like my eyes. I'm not yeah, going to lie. I, I, I like my eyes. Too. Um. But yeah, those. I think those are like my favorites. Also,
0: what I was saying earlier about like how self tanning is a pain in the ass. Absolutely nothing wrong with being fair. I just realized like that might have sounded bad, but I'm just grateful that I don't feel the need to self tan because it does look like a pain in the ass and a lot of work.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, So just just to kind of backtrack and and clarify there. Going back to what Sam said though, I think it's like very important for us to kind of recognize that we all have great physical attributes and you should probably do that activity too. Like what are three things that you love about your physical appearance?
0: Let's do a poll. You guys can tell us three things you love Mm -hmm. about yourself and we'll share them. And obviously they'll be anonymous, but you know, I think y'all I think we all need to love ourselves a little bit and I think that was really fun.
1: Another fun question, who are your celebrity crushes? Mine is Chris Evans. I fucking love him. I think he's gorgeous. I think just he he's Captain America. He's he's just everything to me. <laughs> Who's yours, Sam? I don't have one. <gasps> I'm I'm kind of shocked.
0: Um honestly, Just off the top of my head, like, I I just watched Euphoria, so, like, Zendaya. You'd think that I would say Jacob Elordi, but no, Zendaya.
1: (laughs) I mean, she is gorgeous. She's friggin' stunning. She is stunning.
0: If you could ask anyone a question, what would be the question and who would you ask? I know mine off the top of my head, and it's Taylor Swift, and I would ask her if the scarf was a metaphor for her virginity, because I just need to know.
1: I would ask the creator of Gilmore Girls. So, background... Um, Gilmore Girls did like this four episode special years ago to kind of like show where all of them were in the future. And one of the main characters, Rory, finds out that she's pregnant at the end and it could be like one of three guys. They never confirmed who the father of the baby was. So I would ask the creators of the show who the father of the baby is because it has been killing me ever since I think my freshman year of college. Mm, so that's 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 what, a good I would, one. that's what I would ask. Next one is. How much do you guys loop your parents in your lives?
0: Um, That's a good question. I think I really looped my parents a lot in on my life, um, when I lived at home especially, because I was just with them in person. But, so, you know, I would literally walk downstairs and tell my mom and dad everything that was going... I just ate a fucking chicken tender. I, you know, just took a shower and did my deep conditioning (laughs) hair mask Um, but now that I am living on my own I mean I'd say I have a good a really good relationship with my parents and to the especially with my mom to the point I mean I have a great relationship with my dad too but with my mom we don't really have any boundaries with what we talk about Um, so I loop her in on pretty much everything I mean within reason
1: Yeah, I would have to say the same. Sometimes I'm like, I feel like I need to set up boundaries with my parents because they'll say like the most like out of, not out of character shit, but like out of pocket, out of pocket shit. I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm your daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but I I do loop my parents in quite a bit. And, you know, um, to Sam's point about like, you know, living at home, like I still live at home. So I see them like every single day Um, and we have a very close relationship And I love that, like my parents, as corny as it is, like my parents are my best friends. Like I absolutely love them. Um, They know a lot about my life. I keep some things from them that I just want to keep to myself Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of just share with like friends and stuff Um, because, you know, there's a time and a place to like tell them certain things. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they're looped in quite a bit. Also, like, I don't feel the need that I have to, like, hide a lot of shit from them because I've just always had a great relationship with them, and I feel like I can tell them anything. Like, they're my biggest fans, and I know that they're going to support me no matter mm-hmm. what, and they're also going to call me out on my shit. So, um, no, yeah, I I talk to them quite a bit about, you know, shit in my life, and it's nice. Like, I like having my parents looped in on a lot. Yeah, me too. But, again, to a certain extent. <laughs>
0: yeah I feel that one okay okay queens (laughs) what are your beauty must-haves skincare makeup oh my gosh you do not know the can of worms you just opened up because we could literally go on about this for hours okay off the top of my head literally running through like if I were to do my skincare to makeup routine I'm gonna tell you like the absolute must-haves okay um so I wash my face and moisturize with this like whatever Vanna cream. It's great. It's like, you know, similar to like CeraVe whatever. But um, I use that. But my must have is this. I have very sensitive skin. I'm prone to redness um, and prone to, you know, dryness like based on the weather conditions. But mm-hmm. also like it's kind of combination. Same. Um, and same. in terms of how sensitive it is, the Aveno Oat Sensitive Skin Serum is like a lifesaver for my skin. Um, if it's inflamed, if it's red, if it's irritated, it just like calms it down. So I always do that before my moisturizer. And then um, Hero Cosmetics, I don't know, they're the brand that makes like those mm-hmm. pimple patches that went pretty viral. Um, they have a redness correcting, um, re- it's called Rescue Balm. And their original Rescue Balm was formulated to help with like irritated skin, skin. Um, patches of dryness if you had just like had a breakout flare up to kind of like heal the area um but they made one that's tinted green for redness and my face is prone to redness cuz it gets irritated very easily mm-hmm. because it is sensitive so if i'm going for like a no makeup makeup look i put that shit all over any area on my face that's red instead of foundation and just like kind of spot conceal and it just chef's kiss like it makes a world of difference so that's for skincare I'll let you go with your skincare and then we'll talk like makeup
1: um skincare for me I actually just switched over to the CeraVe like hydrating cleanser it's the green bottle which I am enjoying because my skin gets very dry in the winter um but same with Sam like my skin very prone to redness very sensitive and then moisturizer I love the First Aid Beauty, like, what is it, like, the Oatmeal, like, it's the First Aid Beauty moisturizer. Like, it I think it's a staple. I typically get it with, when it's on sale at Sephora because it can be a little pricey. um But that's what I'll use as my moisturizer. And then at night, I'll use the CeraVe, like, night cream. I throw in niacinamide here and there. Yeah, me too. um From The Ordinary. And then on days where I just feel like I need um kind of like extra hydration I'll throw in oh my god what is hyaluronic acid from the ordinary me too (laughs) or from the inky list because that one's just as good yes I like the inky list one too um you know I have breakouts here and there but I think my I'm getting into a routine where like my skin is actually like doing a lot better so those are like my staples um
0: for makeup I know we have quite a few in common because we have basically the same makeup routine oh yeah um but for me the milk hydro grip primer and setting spray combo—one of
1: the best primers,
0: absolute must. And I don't know, have you tried the setting spray? I have tried the setting spray. I am obsessed with the combination of the two. Just like the the hydro grip, like underneath. So mm-hmm. I also use Elf um, mattifying primer, like on my nose and like T zone, and then I put the hydro gel on the rest of the or hydro grip gel on the rest of my face, and it just like locks your makeup in for ever and then that like setting spray really just seals the deal.
1: I will use that primer, like that's my go-to, like Holy Girl primer. Um setting spray, I do like their setting spray, but I also absolutely love the Charlotte Tilbury one. Mm-hmm. Um that is hands down like my favorite. I
0: haven't tried it. That'll it's be my so next good. purchase um when I run out of the setting spray. But other than that, the Rare Beauty melting blush and oh my God. and the um I don't know what the liquid ones are called but the Just liquid blush. the liquid blushes I'm obsessed I literally have the liquid blush in three colors and I have one of the melting blushes and they're incredible and they last the forever that's so funny
1: because I remember sending you a picture of like what I wanted to like wear I think like oh yeah dinner and you were like I have I the have same, same ones
0: yep um, um
1: if you're gonna spend money on blush get it from Rare Beauty like it's I it's so good say enough good things about that and it
0: lasts forever it's extremely pigmented you literally only need one dot the only reason i have three is because they have so many stunning colors that i can't decide which one to get um definitely that blush currently the um say i think it's say say um liquid um highlighter i'm like really loving just for a really like natural glow um I love Physician's Formula Butter Bronzer.
1: I love their butter bronzer too. I use that. And then I also use, um, sometimes I will use the, like the NYX, like double end, like contour stuff. I'll use that if I want to contour. But for the most part, I've just been doing the bronzer. I love
0: the butter bronzer.
1: Foundation.
0: Foundation. Okay.
1: It's hard for me cuz I, I have a favorite. I have been experimenting have a with a bunch of different me products. Me too. And the one that has been working the best for me currently is the Giorgio Armani. I love the Giorgio Armani. And Sam put it like
0: Sam put me it's on it. It's so good. I've also been experimenting. Um I love the It Cosmetics CC cream. I wear that in the summer cuz it's got SPF and it just feels really lightweight on your face. But um I love that. I love the Maybelline um, BB cream or maybe it's CC cream. It's like a really nice light coverage. I do that when I just want like a little tint. But my two favorite Holy Grail foundations are Giorgio Armani. And I just ran out of that one. And I purchased recently the new Charlotte Tilbury. Do you like it? Yes. It's like, I think it's the magic skin Uh or something like that. Not the flawless filter, the actual foundation. Oh my gosh, I absolutely love it. It's incredible. It looks so good on the skin. Like it's, it's just great. Blends like a dream, makes you look like that, that like skin that is like not your skin, but better, but like the next level up where it's like your skin looks perfect mm-hmm. and it's that perfect like finish. It's not too matte. It's not too glowy. It's just stunning. Um, And then I love Clinique's Black Honey Almost Lipstick. It's like my favorite favorite thing to wear on my lips um, I wear that and then do our lip glow oil over which is currently freaking sold out everywhere and I'm running low and I'm really upset about that
1: I like the rare beauty concealer um, I've experimented with a bunch of different concealers and I mean it's a little bit more on the pricier side because I feel like I don't, I don't like spending more than ten dollars on a concealer but the rare one works really well on my skin so that's what I've been using and it's hydrating. In terms of mascara, I also love the rare beauty mascara because it, it makes like my eyelashes look really good but if I'm not using that one, I'm using what's the yellow one that we both use
0: Maybelline colossal yeah I love that one and um for me I have really straight eyelashes but they're very long and so I need something that's going to like hold the curl. So I use L'Oreal, um, telescopic waterproof and it just does like such a good job at separating them and making them look really full. Um, hot tip for any of you that have really like bone straight eyelashes. Like I do use, no, but that too, I do use a lighter to warm up my eyelash curler on occasion to really get them curly. Um, no, it's not that it's, use waterproof mascara. Only thing with that is that you need like an, eye, like oil-free eye makeup remover to remove the mascara. Um, but the thing is that a water, so a non-waterproof mascara, I could literally go on like my soapbox about this, but a non-waterproof mascara is water-based. So it's just going to make your eyelashes droop straight back down if you have straight eyelashes, but a waterproof mascara is oil-based. So it's like, thicker and um less of like a watery, like loose formula and it'll kinda like hold that curl a lot better. Um so yeah, I'll always use a waterproof mascara if you are having a problem with the, your eyelashes not holding curl. But other than that, um I have one more and the people are gonna hate me for it. Oh no. It's quite contra not controversial. Um but very expensive. I'm almost embarrassed to say that it's a must have for me, but it is indeed the Dyson Airwrap. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. Um, it, it just changes your life. It
0: really does. And here, I'm going to justify my purchase by saying, you know, if I hadn't purchased it and I was at this point in my life where I'm paying my own rent and I am moved like out of my parents' house, you know, paying for all my own stuff – I would never purchase it right now because I just can't justify spending that much money um, on a hair tool given my other expenses. But at the time that I would purchased it, I was living at home. It was height of COVID. I had saved up so much money. I literally was not spending my money on anything. I was like, why not? And I do not regret it one bit. It has completely changed my life. My hair has never looked better. And all my friends like to joke around that I'm like the unpaid spokesperson for okay, Dyson Airwrap. <laughs> you you definitely
1: are. 100%. Especially
0: like, I mean, it looks it, it looks really good on my short hair, but when my hair was like really long, it just like it makes your hair so full and voluminous and just stunning. Now that we've spent literally
1: 20 minutes talking about beauty stuff, do you have anything else? <laughs> I was just going to say that you actually convinced me to get a Dyson Airwrap. So oh there's one thing sam can convince you to get it's the fucking dyson era
0: (laughs) yeah dyson fucking sponsor me because i've made you so much coin just based off of word of mouth so like imagine what i could do if you paid me a little
1: so aside from skincare and like makeup and you know must haves um and we can definitely do a deeper dive into that in like future episodes like i know sam and i were very passionate about like beauty and and, yeah and we Talked about, like, possibly doing, like, stuff where we recommend things to you guys. And we we have stuff in the works for that. Um, but, again, on the future. So, a next, or the next question is, if you could choose anyone to sing at your wedding, singer, band, who would it be and why?
0: I know a lot of people are going to probably, like, think that I'm going to say Taylor Swift, which, like, I do love her. Um, but... I think most people that are Swifties would agree with me. It's more so about her songwriting than it is about her voice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she can just like evoke so much emotion in me based on her lyrics. But in terms of who I would want to sing at my wedding, I am going to go with Ben Platt because he can just make you like feel so many things based on his voice And I feel like he could sing anything and just like make you feel something. And so when it comes to like a wedding, I think about, you know, like the songs I would like want played Mm -hmm. and want, you know, to be heard. And like just his voice would just (gasps) get everybody emotional. (laughs) You
1: know, people are already emotional enough at weddings. It's just, yeah. mm, Cherry on top. You're like so calm talking about it. You're like, I love him. (laughs) Um I thought about like Taylor Swift for a while just because like she has a beautiful voice and I love her songs. Surprise. It's me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's Sam. Sam's singing at my wedding. Sam, you're not a bridesmaid anymore. You're just going to be the wedding I'm singer. Uh, Honestly, no, I'm I would not complain. It's like my dream to sing at someone's wedding. Maybe you can sing at mine in the future. <laughs> okay. keep Sorry to interrupt. I joke. <laughs> no, no, no. my joke. Um, Sam, I feel like you're going to hate my answer because I know you don't. I don't think you like this person. Is it Zane? No. Oh my God. I would never have Zane Thank sing at God. my fucking wedding. Oh God. <laughs> um, I would honestly do Ed Sheeran. I know Sam. Sam doesn't like <laughs> it. Sam's making a face okay, right okay, now. Okay, okay, okay. Sam's Here's making a thing.
0: face. Here's my thing. I do agree <laughs> that he has some really great music. Like great songs. He has a great voice. But some of the music, like his older stuff. I loved his older music. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like the stuff he's released – as of late is cringe and he is cringe. So I, I think, don't not like him. I just don't like his recent music.
1: I think that like I just think he has so many good songs that would be perfect for like slow dances. I and agree. I think that's what like I'm considering like cuz like obviously like you're not going to be slow dancing the entire wedding. Mm-hmm. But when I think of like lovey-dovey like slow dance songs like I think Ed Sheeran. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And I don't know. There's there's just something about him that has always like like stuck to me.
0: When I think of Ed Sheeran and his, like, best song, I always think of his duet with Beyonce, the Perfect duet.
1: Oh, oh. So good. I love Perfect. Perfect that is, is like, one oh my. of my favorite songs. My neighbors actually, like, that was their wedding song, and I just remember being like, oh, I love this. Um, My wedding song changes, like, every month. I'm like, I fall in love with a new song. I'm like, ooh, this is going to be my first dance. Oh, oh no, gosh. that's going to be my first dance song, but... Aside from that, we do have another question. Okay. If you could have dinner with one person alive or past any person in the world, just you and that person, who would it be and why? Taylor Swift. I don't think there's an explanation needed. (laughs) I would probably say Selena Gomez. I fucking love Selena Gomez. I know like people
0: are probably expecting us to pick something like profound and we're like our favorite
1: celebrities. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I don't know like I if you know me you know that I fucking love Selena Gomez like I grew up with this bitch but oh well I wish I grew up with her but like I, I grew up watching with this bitch. I grew up watching we were her actually and, next door neighbors I, and I love her I mean I love everything that she stands for yes, I love her she's amazing company, like and I love that they're besties I yeah. maybe we could do like a do- double, oh date. double date double mm. date love that double bestie date because I would
0: love to hang out with both of them
1: yeah I think that would be really fun um there actually was a question in here that I kind of wanted us to talk about and it was like what is your ideal date? What would you okay, so someone asked us what our ideal date would be. Like mm-hmm. what would be like a perfect like a perfect date.
0: For me, um, I you know, I'm like I've referenced many times, I'm an Enneagram type too. Mm-hmm. So I love things that are like elaborately thought out and Same. like Same. you know, just extra and not extra in the sense of like, it needs to be like a wine and dine or like super fancy, just things that are like really thought out um, in terms of like what you personally love. Like last year um, for Josh's birthday, I asked him what he wanted to do. And he was like, just plan something for me. Like, whatever you want. And so I was, of course, to me, that was like music to my ears. Cause I love doing that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And so I planned a picnic for us, like at a beach that we used to Cute. go to, um, or not used to, but like, I mean, it's cold right now, so we haven't been <laughs> there in a while, but that we really love going to like in the summer, I planned like a beach picnic and I got us like pizzas and, um, like uh, snacks and, you know like those cute little like bottled like pops and everything Mm -hmm. and like packed the picnic basket and like had us like get dressed up and we went and like had our picnic at the beach so I would just say something like that um that's like thought out and like catered to what I love and like who I am um and like I know that that was like a date that was like perfect for him because he loves the beach and he loves pizza so um yeah probably just something like that
1: For me, I think very similar to you, Sam, I am a planner and like my friends, you know that I am a fucking planner. Like I,
0: I mean, if you came to our fucking podcast release party, (laughs) you would see that we enjoy being extra.
1: Oh yeah, we 100% do. But I mean, just all throughout my life, like I've always been a planner. Like I, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but like I planned one of like my teacher's like baby showers kind of like. We did like a class baby shower type thing and I like was in charge of everything and it was so much fun. But, you know, going back to like dates and stuff, I don't have like a specific like perfect idea for a date because I think that is tailored towards the two people that are going out on a date.
0: I agree. And
1: um, I think it's just like a mixture of something that the two of you can enjoy based on like what you both like doing. And I like things to be very thought out. Um, like I know if I'm going on a date with someone, like I want it to be again, like tailored towards the two of us, like something I would enjoy, something he would enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was nice because I kind of got to experience that on my birthday this year and it was, it was very sweet. Um, if you don't know, I've hated my birthday for like the last, I don't know, 10 years, 10 years of my life. And this is the first year that I had a good birthday and it was wonderful. Um, but yeah, just realistically just doing something with another person that we would both enjoy and you know just something that appeals to the two of us yeah because I think that's like the most fun me too Um, I agree next question
0: what advice would you give someone who is college bound we kind of touched on this I think maybe in in our college episode and a little bit in episode one But for me, I would just say like take advantage of every opportunity that comes your way because this is the one time in your life that you are going to be able to basically not turn anything down with, you know, your schedule with like depending on, you know, where you're at financially, um, you can typically you typically have less expenses in college than you do when you are, um, you know, like in the working for or in the workforce. Um, So just take advantage of every opportunity that comes your way. Be a yes person and really just live in the moment.
1: I would have to agree. I think live your life to the fullest. And I think you should always live your life to the fullest, but take advantage of every opportunity that you have in college because it's moments that you're never going to get back. And being on the more responsible side, I think you know, as you're kind of transitioning because like, you know, college is kind of like your last step before you become like full on like adult. Um, learn how to prioritize your shit. Um, I think that's so important to learn that before you graduate because it's just going to prepare you for success. But mm-hmm. that's a good you know, point. Don't feel like you need to like sacrifice like a bunch of shit. Um, just learn how to prioritize because that's super important.
0: Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that.
1: This next question, Sam, what was it like transitioning from the suburbs to the city?
0: Ooh, for me, it was a very, very easy transition um, because, you know, I, my, most of my family um, has lived in the city for my entire life. So I kind of had exposure, okay. um, you know, to the city, city living. Both of my parents grew up, you know, on the south side of Chicago. Um, so I had, I was exposed a bit to city living, but never, um, to the North side and which is where I live. I live on the North side of Chicago, um, which is ironic because my family, my, my parents grew up on the South side and they're Cubs fans, (laughs) (laughs) which my mom was actually a Sox fan and he converted her. He's a lifelong Cubs fan. Um, anywho, back to the point, it was a very easy transition for me because I feel like I was at a point where I was, you know, kind of ready to leave my childhood home, ready to, um, kind of have my own space and I love my family very close with them very close with my siblings um but I kind of needed my own space and so it was a very easy transition for me um I fucking hate driving if you know me so <laughs>
1: Sam does hate driving uh
0: city driving was like eh, kind of a transition I still kind of avoid driving in areas like Wrigleyville or, um, you know, like around the neighborhood or in like downtown, like I would take, I take public transportation just because parking is a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I drive when I need to go, you know, to Josh's to go to my grandparent's house to go home. Yeah. Um, you know, usually when I'm taking the highway, but if I can walk there or take public transportation, I definitely do. And I drive for work of course, but when I have to go to an office or something, obviously I drive for that, but that that's probably like the most irritating transition is just having... I mean, I know you should always be alert when you're driving, but in the city, so many people have dogs and yeah. there are so many bikers and, you know, one ways and things like that. You just have to kind of be alert times a hundred.
1: Yeah. So. And, you know, growing up in the city, like city drivers are crazy. Um, I get... I mean, I get like slight road rage, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't mind driving too much though. So...
0: And, oh... I also already had quite a few friends that live in the area, Mm -hmm. and so it was an easy transition for me in that aspect because I already had built-in friends. Yeah, and I have incredible roommates. Um, I live with one of my childhood best friends, her college best friend, and her college best friends childhood best friend so it was kind of like words collide worlds Mm -hmm. colliding and you know we're all the same age um we all are you know working 40 hours a week kind of in the similar stages of life so while I did go from living you know with four other people you know with my family it's a little bit different living with three other people that are your age it still feels a little bit more like your space yeah for sure yeah this is a pretty easy transition for me, and I absolutely love where I live. I love the location. I'm like a 10 minute walk from Wrigley Field, and my boyfriend is definitely going to take advantage of that <laughs> this summer. Um, but I'm okay with it because I love the atmosphere. and Yeah, really close to, show. oh my gosh, I'm really close to Boystown, really close to Wrigleyville. So I kind of have the best of both worlds when it comes to nightlife, and where I'm located. But oh, I sure. love it here. I'm yeah. glad that you do. I'm glad yeah. that you're here. Thank you. Me too. Next one is for you, Ashley. When you move out, will you be closer to Sam? Would you guys ever live together and create a YouTube series about that in relation to the podcast?
1: Um, When I do move out, I do plan to be closer to Sam. Um, And all my friends live in this area. um, And it's an area that I've been looking at for like the longest time. So I do plan to move here, Um, if not, maybe like the next neighborhood over. But yes, I will be closer to Sam. Um, if she doesn't move and I don't think you would move out of this area. I really love
0: this area. Yeah, so I'll it's, definitely it's
1: such a good area. Um, yeah. but in relation to that question, would you guys ever live together and create a YouTube? <laughs> I don't know if we'd ever create like a, you maybe never say never. We can never say never because like it could happen. Um, I don't know. We we were actually talking about this like a few days ago. Yeah. Like, over text. We're, we're like we... plotting. Plotting something, maybe (laughs) plotting something. We'll see. Potentially, Potentially. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) But um, yeah, I we'll see what happens. You never know what the future holds, and um, our lives could be you know very different in the next few months. So yeah,
0: yeah, we'll see. Um, ooh, I like this one. Me too. How do you guys maintain a strong friendship while being in business together?
1: We know how to get our shit done.
0: Yes, I think that um we have a really similar mindset. You know, it's the same thing with like, it's the achiever in both of us. Yes. We have a very similar mindset when it comes to getting stuff done. Um, And I think that we, you know, when one of us is busy, the other can pick up. It's like, it's kind of like a relationship where they say like, my my therapist always likes to say, whoever has the better day gets to be the strong one instead mm-hmm. of it being like 50-50. So I kind of relate that into like our business versus personal life. It's like whoever is, you know, less busy that day, whoever has the bandwidth. Yeah. So corporate of me, um, <laughs> the bandwidth. you know, can pick up on certain things. What do you
1: think? Yeah. I think so too. And like, I think that we know how to keep you know, business and pleasure kind of separate from each other. I understand like they, it can get tricky. Um, but Sam and I are very like level-headed people and we take turns doing stuff like editing. We take turns doing it. Like it's never just like one person's job to do that. The two of us always communicate very well about certain things. Absolutely. And even if like things may be running late, like I think we both know that no matter what, we're going to produce it's getting done. Yeah. We're going to produce the deadline. Content. Yeah.
0: Um, and like, for example, like I make most of the graphics for the Instagram page, but Ashley does most of the interaction when it comes to stories and creating the polls and different things like that. So it just like all evens out. Yeah. Like it bounces out. Um, and I think that, you know, we think so pretty minds think alike. Yeah. we think so much alike that we don't run into any issues, mm-hmm. um, when it comes to, you know, the business side of things and if it were to ever get tricky I think that we would you know kind of nip
1: it in the bud before it even got there right and I think again that's just who we are and I'm glad that we're both like that me too I love working with Ashley oh I love working with Sam like we have way too much fun yeah (laughs) this honestly GMTA has been one of the best passion projects uh to date and I can't wait to see where this goes it's been so fun and honestly like strengthened our relationship oh yeah it personally definitely, it brought us closer together and I'm very thankful for that Love I it. think we work really well together I think we do too and I think other people can say the same I agree but last question um I really like this one I think this is a good one to like end off on um is would you guys ever do a GMTA meet like a hangout like at a brunch place for people in the Chicago area to meet I think that would be so fun. I would in the love that. I
0: mean, where we're at right now, most of our listeners are friends and family, so it would just be like a, an excuse to get together, friends and family, yeah. and like friends of friends, which I'm definitely not opposed to. Oh, I I'm not opposed. Totally to enjoy that. Um, but if we ever got to the point where we had like, you know, more people that didn't know us as well right. that like wanted to
1: meet us or hang out with us, I think we would totally do something like that. Yeah, one one hundred percent. I. I'm a people person and I love meeting people. Me too. So I think the more the merrier. Um, but yeah, I would love to have something like that in the future. And again, an excuse to have all of it, like, you know, close friends other and family. People together. Like, yeah, yeah. Other people like come together and meet each other. I think that would be great. Yeah. Because it it's for us, but it's also like for you guys. Yeah. Definitely um, in
0: the future. I think it's yeah. something we'd be and interested again, in. We never and know. And we love planning. We
1: do love planning. <laughs> and again, we never know what's gonna happen in the next few months. So like here we are, like saying this, but maybe by the time June comes along or something, like we'll have a bigger following and there'll be more of you. So we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: If you want a GMTA meetup, um, shameless plug, <laughs> share our episodes and, you know, drop uh, comments in our engagement and yeah, you get know, your friends and give it. us like a, a little positive rating on spotify yeah. and apple podcasts and save our episodes because the more downloads we have the more success that we will see more people we will reach and it's yes. not about like success or like being known we just
1: want more people to listen and like get involved yeah. in our
0: little community so, yeah
1: i i think more than anything we just want others to feel like they're being seen and they're being heard and that they yeah. have people that they can relate to and i think we're really proud of like the product that we produce and yeah. we just would love as many people to you know relate to it
0: and get something out of it as we possibly could
1: no for sure that was all the questions i think that was oh. a
0: perfect way to kind of wrap it up
1: yeah it's ten forty seven p.m right now in chicago on a fucking wednesday don't say we never
0: did anything for you
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've, been <laughs> we've been flying through today but yeah i mean this episode was super fun to record i'm so thrilled with the amount of questions that we I got know, from thank you, guys. you all for
0: submitting they were yeah. so fun to answer
1: i i just love knowing that like there's people that like care me and, like, too because yeah. i remember like a few days ago like we had like 15 questions and then today we were like over 30 and we were like Holy oh my shit. gosh like, like people are in. really yeah interested um, but yeah thank you guys so so much um can't believe it's episode 10
0: We hope you enjoyed this one and we'll definitely do another one like this in the future because it's been so much fun to record. Yes. Um, Yeah. Thank you for submitting (laughs) your questions. We had way too much fun recording this episode and um, you'll hear from us next week for episode 11.
1: Bye guys.